heavy track today. Yeah, not vibing risky lettuce, getting sinker vibes. I don't know, says on the Tab app she's firming. Don't just vibe it, get expert tips in Tab's new race feed. Tab, we're on. What are you really gambling with? On the extended three-hour program, Racing Pulse now hones in on the full Victorian race preview. And we are racing on this Monday at Picturesque Benella. And Warren Huntley, after a very busy weekend, is here to find us all the Monday winners. How was your weekend, Warren? Fantastic weekend, Michael. Cox Plate Day at the Valley is just one of the, the great days of, of racing for the year, isn't it? And, uh, yeah, the race itself delivered. Fantastic days racing. And uh, credit to all involved, the way the track held up over the... The two days, the, the day and the night meeting, no disadvantage to be on speed, but I think in general everyone would be very happy with what Mooney Valley presented over the weekend. Yep, no doubt about that. I saw you out there on Sunday, the atmosphere was brilliant, and then it was great listening yesterday uh, with all of the analysis of the runs in the race. Um, who's the horse you want to follow out of the meeting, do you think, Warren? I don't know if I really got a horse to follow out of the meeting. I, I was thinking about that from uh, from a, you know, a general perspective where you're looking for horses to follow. Getting so close to grand final day for so many mm. of them, you, you wonder where they'll go and then you know, they're going to clash with, obviously, elite horses. I, I, yeah, I don't necessarily have a, a horse to follow out of the meeting, although you'd think Prowess would even improve out of that win. But if she, if she goes to the champion stakes, she might be taking on horses, backing up out of the Cox Plate, and, uh, and she'll have to improve even further. But, gee, she's a, she's a lovely mare and uh, love what Roger James and the team have been able to do with her with that setback to be able to come and, and win, albeit a very tactical race at the weekend. Yeah, he's done a good job, a uh, very good job indeed. Uh, just having a look ahead to the, the final field for the Bendigo Cup on Wednesday is an absolute cracker. It's a full field of 16, and there's a, a couple that are trying to solidify their Melbourne Cup credentials, including Interpretation, who's drawn barrier five. So they have pulled the right rein, scratching uh, over the weekend with that wide gate to go to Bendigo on Wednesday. Gate five for Interpretation. He's going to be pretty hard to beat there, Warren. He had no luck at all last start. I suppose the way the race shaped up, he was entitled to run on. As you said, they've bided their time, try to pick their mark. Um, Look, we'll probably have to go and see other people after Wednesday if uh, he doesn't <laughs> win. I was looking at the field just before uh, just before talking to you, and I thought, gee, there, this might be the opportunity for interpretation to finally stand up. So I'll have to do some more work. But, uh, yeah, he was uh, an eye-catcher the way he was able to close off after having no lock last start. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, what about today's meeting at Benalla? Can we make a dollar? I think we can, but we're going to have to be uh, you know, probably accepting that we've got to pick our mark, maybe play a couple of multis because there's not a lot of value through the course of the day and by the time we get to talk uh, you know, we've had uh, the minimum bet laws have been kicking in for a couple of hours and there's not a lot of value, not a lot of meat on the bone so to speak, but I do think we can find a few winners. Let's get stuck into the preview, the first race uh, at Benalla, uh, it kicks off this afternoon at uh, half past one and it's for the three year olds, a maiden over 1,206 metres. Scratching is number 12. The favourite here is Carrot Time from the Nick Ryan Yard at $2.40. Uh, then we go out to $8.50 Autumn Slide. A 3.10 Lady Negroni's an interesting debutante from the Hay Stable is at $3.10 and Paragraph an $8 chance. Yeah, I think it's a, an interesting race. I'm with Carrot Time who has been the, the firmer in the last couple of hours. Closed off really nicely second day at the races. Gets the blinkers on here 
from an inside draw, Declan Bates picking up the ride. So I'm with Carrot Time, number two, ahead of nine, High Garden. I like the work going into the debut run, and maybe the 9.75 was just a bit too sharp for her on debut at Swan Hill. I think she'll be better with the rise in distance. Lady Negroni's trolled up really nicely. Have a look at the, the ownership group involved in Lady Negroni. Uh, Dr Turf included there and a, and a few others of note. So there'll be uh, certainly some interesting celebrations, I think, if Lady Negroni can win on debut. She's trolled up really nicely for the Lindsay Park team. She looks ready to go to the races and run well. And Paragraph, I think, is a, a legitimate winning hope. Showed some improvement first day of the races to second and, and should be closing off well. 2, 9, 10 and 11 for me in the first, not a lot between them. 2, 9, 10 and 11. Uh, no wonder there's been no mail on Lady Negroni if Turfy's involved. Um, just wants to uh, back it for himself. That's the way Turfy thinks. Uh, so good luck to the connections there. Um, let's see if we can get a roughie home in this first race. Uh, Abignail. Uh, is out to $61. I wonder what Troy Corsons thinks about that because we've only seen Abignale on one occasion and it was well in the market at around about $4 on debut. Um, we'd finished last. I wonder if there was an excuse or not. Good morning, Troy. Hey, Michael. How are you? Very, very well. Um, can you make any push for um, this first runner today? Out to $61. No, I'd be. Um, I was. I was very surprised that he was four dollars in his first start. No, I'll be. Uh, I'll be watching him today. I expect him to improve um, from his first start, but um, he, he wouldn't be getting my money if I was a punter. All right. Well, I think what we will be doing is just following uh, you in on Alonzo. A dollar fifty. Good to see Danny Beasley rolling for you today as well. Uh, you got two in the race, but it's all about Alonzo here in race number three. Yeah, he's um, he's. We probably just rode him a little bit out of his comfort zone last start, and uh, we went forward in that small field at Mooney Valley, and I think that uh, just took away his um, the best of him. I think he is better when we get a sit and, and relax on him, and and he finishes off strongly. And uh, Danny's been riding a bit for us up that way, mm. so he's uh, he's going very good. He's a, obviously a, a highly accomplished rider, and geez, he's got beautiful hands, and the, the horses go really well for him. So that's El Sonso, uh, $1.50. Do you give your stable mate any chance of running a place? Oh, she's a nice filly in the making. Again, she she made good improvement. From her, her first start was very disappointing. Her second start was excellent. We were really happy with that. Um, I think she's going to need a little bit more racing, So, but she can run a place. Yeah, she's $31 in Deera. Race number four, you've got Ant-Man here, uh, and the market's got uh, Ant-Man a $41 chance, so another roughie according to the market. Yeah, he's he's... Kind of just been around the mark a little bit. He, he, he produced last start like he was absolutely going to win by seven and then got to the front and literally pulled up. So um, he needs to get his manners right, Michael, but um, he needs to show us something today. Okay. Uh, and then we've got Dream Woman in the last, or race number seven, the last for you. He's drawn wide, uh, but he's knocking on the door. Yeah, she she was good last start. She was um, she hit the line well, and uh, Danny had a good feel of her, and I think um, that will come into play today. So she's she's an each way chance. Who's your best today? Alfonso by a country mile. Oh, I shouldn't have given you the twos on. Uh, for <laughs> anything outside of Alfonso? <laughs> <laughs> no, just stick to that. All right. What what about Rivali on Wednesday at Bendigo? Uh, he, I tell you, he's a really nice horse in the making. I haven't looked at the form or anything like that yet, Michael, but um, uh, his work on Saturday morning was excellent, and I expect another very good run from him. 
Oh, good luck. Um, have you got over Umgawa yet? It's he's uh, frustrating, isn't he? Son, he tries so hard, but um, you know, he's, he, I think he's won one hundred and fifty thousand. This preparation hasn't won a race. Is there a race for him a, a cup, uh, over Cup Week? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be really stupid, and probably I'm gonna run him in the Rupert Clark. Ah, very good over fourteen hundred. Yeah, I just want to. I just think the fourteen hundred suits. He'll get right down in the weight. Um, three weeks in between runs. Um, and stranger things have happened. Well, it draws a soft barrier. Uh, you never know. Uh, you've got to be in it to win it. Good on you, Troy. Good luck today. Thanks, Michael. Troy Corson's joining us there with his look at his runners in race number two at Benella. Uh, Pride of Prasar. Uh, Procia is a $2.60 favourite from the Patrick Payne stable. We can take out two, three, four, and 11. Uh, others in the market, Jenny. Uh, Swainess is or Swansea is at four dollars and eighty cents. Vonk at five fifty, and Everett at six dollars. Uh, trained by, of course, EJ. Uh, who do you like in this race? I'm with number five, Supermano. Each way here, Michael was well in the market on debut. Just from the draw, ended up back in the field wide and sustained a, a really long run wide on the track. And I thought he actually stuck to his task really well. He's drawn bit more to advantage here. I think the little step up in distance is a positive and hopefully it's a, a more economical run. I've gone with five each way. Hit a 10-star honour who's been back to the jump out since her first up run. I think she'll be better when she gets out over even further. But I think from a low draw, if she can hold a spot, I think she's there to, to run well. One of the hardest horses to assess was number one, Pride of Plus here, whose debut run on the synthetic track at Cambridge in New Zealand it's quite encouraging. Uh, recent trials, probably typical of the Paddy Payne stable. Can't read a lot into it. Tighten up in the market, but four-year-old and upwards maiden, not many easier races to try and get a, a win on the board over here in Australia. Respecting the stable as much as anything else. Trials, not necessarily a guide, but the market's got a lot of respect for Pride of Plus here. And I thought Seven Vonk was OK without the best of luck for this run for the Caligotuses. We'll strip fitter. Five each way, ahead of 10, 1 and 7. Five each way, ahead of 10, 1 and 7. Race number three, over 1,406 metres. Uh, in this race, take out 1, 9, 14 and 15. And this is the odds on here. Alsonso, $1.50. Is there a danger in your mind, Warren? Probably not, Michael. Uh, look, if he can run up to his best form, then he should win. He's got that slightly awkward draw to overcome, but we've heard with the winkers going off from Troy, that they're not going to push forward with the rail out at the valley. It was probably the right tactic to try and get the win last start. And form through Wolfie and that maiden behind reprisal is certainly the, the right form line and the preeminent form line. So I think he should win. Number seven, Alsonso. Five, Shifty Tycoon. I'm forgiving that most recent run. He was good first up this preparation and he should be close to peak fitness now, former Annie's holding up quite well. I think there's a lot of talent there and there's going to be some fun to be had with the connections of two Danny's boy in time. He's still a bit of a work in progress, but he showed good improvement first start to second start. He gets the pre-race earmuffs on today and 10 Candelago might be next best from that wide draw, might need a little bit of luck. I do think that Alsonso, who did have that 
little interruption to the preparation where there was a float mishap hitting to Achuca a week or so ago and wasn't able to take his place. So hopefully he's still ready to go. If he is, then he should win. 7, 5, 2 and 10. 7, 5, 2 and 10 in the third race. Number four, over 1,600, take out one eleven and 12. The favourite here at $2.40, Naval Destroyer for Moody and Coleman. Others in the market, another nephew at $4. Buy any other name is at $6.50, and uh, we can go further out to Chimed at $7. So Naval Destroyer, a firm favourite here, Warren. I think numbers eight and five are the, the winning chances. I just lent to number eight, another nephew, who was back near the inside, stuck on well last start, was only second up in a, in a race that I think there's some depth to it. was well in the market there. The rise up to just over 1,600 metres, I think, is suitable. There was also good support for number five, Naval Destroyer, first up. The form through that race has held up well. He was able to get into a forward spot, maintained a, a solid gallop, maybe just peaked on his run late. So he'll be fitter now, no doubt. Strong rider and Aaron Lynch aboard, a positive, and, uh, and getting to know the horse. Three chimes, also did enough first up. Will strip fitter and nine. Hard Prince was okay on debut. This looks a suitable option, progressing up in distance gradually. I think eight and five are the winning chances and the plays in the early quaddy, eight, five, three and nine. Eight, five, three and nine. So we are halfway through the Benella card on this Monday. Four down, four to go. Quick break. Back with the quaddy after this. On RSN 927's Racing Pulse, the Victorian Form Preview. Welcome back to the Victorian Form Preview. Warren Huntley is our man finding us the winners today. We're up to race number five, which is the first leg of the quaddy. This one's a 58 over 1,606 metres. Uh, no scratchings in this first leg of the quaddy. Top honours is the $3.90 favourite from the Ken and Casey Keys yard, but there are a few others given a chance. 480 Privileged Sun, uh, $5 Ocean Raider, $7 Untamed Spirit, $8 Red Vicar. So how were you playing the first leg of the Quaddy, Warren? I preferred the $6.50 or so that was available top on as early days and without scratchings, no deductions for that. So I think those that have shopped early have got a decent each-way price about top honours who's racing a low uh, 1,600 metres will suit. So probably tight enough in the market now getting out to this trip. But while he's racing, I, I think he's the right horse in the right race, six top honours. Super Solar has a long preparation but continues to perform well for Reese Goodwin. Just had no luck at all last start. Just needs some breaks from the inside draw here. Ocean Raider is consistent this grade. He doesn't win out of turn, but he did get a win three starts ago. He's going well, continuing to hold his form, and maybe Breezley getting fitter can roll forward and prove hard to run down. I thought 6-5-1 and one were the key winning hopes. 6-5-1-3. Six, 6-5-1-3 one, three. Six, one, three in the first leg of the quaddy. Race 6 is over 2,040 metres, and this race take out 4-6-7. Uh, the favourite here, Winds of Song at two dollars twenty-five, four eighty Turfy, uh, seven dollars fifty Speakeasy, Storm Grey also in the market at four sixty. Warren, quite keen on Winds of Song here. She looks very hard to beat. She had excuses, but actually was okay behind Autumn Agent on Imperial Stakes last start. She was testing Kana Santa the start before, and, and then Kana Santa got a, a more economical run up on speed in the Ethereal. Uh, just looks the one to beat. Dropping in grade here, number nine. Wings of Song clearly. There's a danger, I think it might be value number 11, Guided Muscle, who had no luck at all last start, but charged through the line when clear, giving the impression that the trip will suit. 
five speakeasy might be fit enough to go forward with the claim and, and give a good sight. And Stormy Gray's got some talent, tested in stakes trade as a staying filly for the Griffiths to Cox stable last preparation. Looks to have trialled up okay to kick off at a suitable trip. 9, 11, 5, 3. 9, 11, 5 and 3. Uh, back to our preview. We're up to the third leg of the Quaddy at Benella, which is the second last race of the program. It's over 1,106 metres. The scratchings here take out 2, 4, 7, 14 and 15. Uh, $2.90 favourite is Real Gun. Others in the market. She's Rich Enough at $5.50. $8 Dream Woman, $8.50 Swift Hit. And also in contention is uh, Revolutionist and also Fiery Red at about $9.50. Who do you like here? I'm with uh, the favourite in Real Gun. I'd throw Booze Reward number nine into the into the mix second up. Just might be able to get into a forward spot from that draw. But Scott McIntosh has got real gun, going really well. I think uh, he'll make his own luck near the speed from a low draw, won't have to do any work to get there. I don't expect that to be a disadvantage the way the track's likely to play. I'm with six real gun. In a 13, she's rich enough. She's going to settle a little bit off speed, but she's been trialling well to get back to the races, and she's got good talent. She'll be strong late here at the end of 1,106 metres first up. Nine booze reward, the other one I, I want to include, fitter for that first up run, capable of getting forward and, and maybe controlling the race with real gun. And Swift Hit goes well here, got that wider draw to overcome, but uh, fit and in form, I think there's more depth here to the win last start. Six thirteen nine three. Six thirteen nine and three. And the last of eight jumps at five o'clock this afternoon. It's over fourteen hundred and six metres. The scratchings are seven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen. And the odds on favourite in the last, it's been well backed, especially in the last hour, is Dirty Grin from the Simon Zara stable. Uh, others in the market, six dollars fifty Sebastian the Fox. Uh Kuf's Grange or Kufi's Grange is at six dollars and then we're out to seven dollars beyond ready. Do we do we come home one out in the last leg, Warren? I'm taking insurance with number ten beyond ready, who might need some luck from the draw, but the fact that uh, Robbie Griffiths and Matt DeCock have left beyond ready in going well, I think will appreciate the fourteen hundred metres and looks the danger to my eye, but I'm keen on Dirty Grin just got into a spot from the draw where there was too much to do at Kyneton first up. Well in the market on that occasion. Morpheus Bragi's run well since I think that's the right form reference. He'll strip fitter. He can hopefully take advantage of an inside draw. And best of the day for me, number eight, Dirty Grin. Great to see Simon win a feature country cup for the, the Simon Zara mm. stable at sale yesterday. And I think Dirty Grin can keep the momentum the stable going here. Eight ahead of ten. Beyond Ready, who will be Settling behind the, the favourite in Dirty Grin, but should be strong late. Five Fifi Blues, a uh, mare that's going to get over more ground in time, but I think she's trolled up well here. At this trip, first up, wouldn't be surprised to see her run well. And three, Sebastian the Fox. He gets back, he charges late, that's what he'll be doing again. He's probably a trifecta first four player, and if they overdo it up front, he'd be a winning chance. Keen on eight, ahead of ten, five and three. Keen on eight, ahead of ten, five and three. So a few shorties today. What's the best way to play Benella? I think we take Dirty Green as the best, race eight, number eight. Value for me, I thought Supermano, race two, number five, on the back of an encouraging debut, could run well at an each-way price. Bit of insurance in the first leg of the quaddy with numbers 6, 5, 1 and 3, taking 9 and 11 in the second leg. 6, 13 and 9 in the third leg, coming home with 8 primarily and 10 as insurance, so 8 and 10 in the last leg. 
and didn't play a relatively skinny early quaddy as the player today. The wide leg's the first, race one, with numbers 2, 9, 10 and 11. Numbers 5, 10 and 1 in the second leg, taking 7, 1 out. Alsonso in the third leg, coming home, race four, last leg of the early quaddy with numbers 8 and 5. Uh, good work, Warren. Good punting today. Will you be at Flemington tomorrow morning when there's a, a few important pieces of work done, the traditional uh, breakfast with the stars before Cup Week? At this stage, I'm not planning to, Michael, but things can change. But uh, no, at this stage, I'm not planning to. But uh, good news from my point of view is that I have replaced the batteries in my stopwatch that gave way <laughs> after clocking one gallop at, uh, at Mooney Valley. I did do a barrier trial with them the day before and they, I, it appeared to work, but uh, it got one gallop at Mooney Valley and then I was clocking them on the phone, which uh, I probably don't trust my times as much as I do with a stopwatch. Gee, I should have got that uh, horse that broke your stopwatch, uh, that one piece of work which stopped the clock. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I think the, the, the gallop that stopped the clock and was the was the gallop of a Warrior the day before, oh. <laughs> it was it was narrowly the, the gallop that got him home in the Cox Plate. Yeah, no doubt about that. Uh, was enjoy your Monday. Thanks, Michael.